Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We appreciate you for your presence in this place. For everyone joining this service this morning from far and near, I want you to lift your hands to Jesus if you can. If your hands are not busy, lift them up to the giver of life, uh, the maker of the hands of the heart. I want you to just bless him today. Appreciate him. Bless him for his presence in your life, his presence in your home, and in the affairs of your life. The Bible says it's the one that rules and reigns in the affairs of men. And he's been our keeper all this time. Through this pandemic, he has kept us. He's kept us. And I want you to bless him this morning. Just appreciate him. Appreciate him as you lift your hands, lift your voice to him. And just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Father, we thank you for your presence in our lives and in our homes. From wherever people are joining this service from, we ask that your presence will pervade and permeate the atmosphere of their heart and of the place where they are. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. And Father, we thank you for the supply of your spirit this morning, the supply of your grace as you preach and teach your word. We ask uh, that, that you, you pour out your grace upon every hearer. Let this word engender healing, transformation, understanding. Let ignorance be far from us and let your hand rest upon every hearer. We thank you, everlasting Father. We stand against anything that is contrary uh, to your move in our lives this time. Have your way, everlasting Father, and let your name be glorified in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I want to appreciate everyone joining this service this morning from wherever you may be joining from, from all around the world, in different cities and different nations. This is the Elevation Church uh, Sunday service, and we welcome you very specially uh, for being a part of this today. If you're familiar with our ministry, uh, or maybe a member of the Elevation Church, then it's good to have you back in the service. And if it's the first time joining us on any of our platforms or on TV, we also want to welcome you very, very specially. For everyone joining us from outside of my city, Lagos, Nigeria, we welcome you specially uh, from Australia, from South Africa, from other parts of Africa, uh, from Europe, especially the city of London, and other cities around uh, uh, the city of London in, in Britain. We, we welcome you, welcome you from different countries in North America. We welcome you. Shout out to Elevate Community Church, our church in, in Greater Toronto area in Canada. We also welcome you for being, uh, uh, joining us this, this morning to be a part of this service. Are you ready for a time of transformation? Uh, we're starting a new series of teachings this morning that have uh, tagged the Rafa effect. The Rafa effect. There's no other time uh, to, to, to revisit the God who presented himself as our healer for this time. The pandemic has wrecked all kind of havoc from country to country, from city to city, uh, but we know that our God remains the same. And there's an understanding that goes beyond the pandemic about what we believe and what we know about our God. And that's why we're bringing this teaching series at this time. It seeks to, you know, to, to unfold to us again that who God is as our healer. And that's why I wanted to take distractions away from you uh, and, you know, gather your household, share this, this if you're on the social media platform. Let somebody know that it's time to worship God. It's time to partake of his word. And I also wanted to remember that at the end of, of this message, we're going to partake of a communion together. And Jesus commanded us to do that, uh, to partake of his flesh and of his blood. So whatever you have with you, whether you're at home, uh, you're on a trip, you are, you're in the office, whatever you have this, this day, uh, being a part of this service, please get us something with which you can partake 
of the communion. It can be bread, it can be wafer, it can be biscuit, water, wine, juice. Just put anything together so that you can partake of the communion with us at the end of this message. Praise God. Join me in your Bibles in the book of uh, Exodus 15. Exodus uh, chapter 15, and I'll be reading from verse 22. Exodus 15 and 22. When you read this passage of the scripture, one image that should come to your mind is the introduction uh, of someone that somebody had a vague idea of who they are, and the person has the opportunity through incidences to introduce himself or herself afresh. This is what, what, what happened here. So Israel had been delivered from the tyranny in Egypt, and they've gone through uh, the Red Sea, and they had seen the power of God through the plagues in Egypt. They had also seen the power of God, uh, what he did at the Red Sea. But something happened here after Moses, in Exodus 15, uh, sang, you know, in the praise of our God, especially when you read from, from verse 1 of Exodus uh, uh, chapter 15 there, the Bible says that Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord uh, and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord for his triumph gl gloriously. The horse and his rider has been thrown into the sea. Uh, if I stop there, it's enough to remind you of what happened at the Red Sea, that the horse and the rider perished in the sea. They had more than enough uh, 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 opportunity here to sing of God's uh, praises and God's mercy. And they did that. Even Miriam uh, uh, also sang her own special song. It was a thanksgiving service after God delivered them uh, from Egypt and also delivered them from uh, the Red Sea. But the moment they passed through the, uh, the Red Sea and got to the other side of the desert, they went on for three days. Verse 22 of Exodus 15. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Now, when they came to Marah, they could not drink the water of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah, which means bitter or bitterness. And the people complained against Moses, saying, what shall we drink? And you know, even if you went through the wilderness, just for a day, without water. It's enough for you to want to complain or say something very harsh or to second guess the power of the one who delivered you from Egypt and who took you through the Red Sea. Somebody may be uh, watching this or listening to me this morning. You've gone through a lot this, this time. And when we go through a lot, when we see sickness and disease, when we see a bad medical report, when you have an uncontrollable headache that you've done something, I mean, you've tried everything and nothing seems to be working, when, when your back aches, when you have a medical condition that is overbearing, it's possible for you to start to think that maybe everything that I've believed and that I've seen may not be founded on anything serious. Maybe the foundation is just a sham. Uh, uh, it's possible to think like that, and that's what happened here, especially when you consider the fact that the people, the initial descendants of Abraham, who had seen the covenant promises of God work in their lives, had all slept in the Lord in Egypt. And this is a new generation who just knew about the God of Israel, but they really had not seen his power until the plagues and until the Red Sea. 
So they just started getting acquainted with this God. This God of Abraham. This God of Israel. And then they had to suffer these three days in the wilderness without water. And they started second-guessing the whole thing. They started second-guessing the whole thing. And the Bible says there uh, that in, in verse 24, and the people came, I mean, people complained against Moses, saying, what shall we drink? What shall we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a, a, a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Then he made a statute and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them and said, If you diligently hear the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and give heir to his commandments and keep all of his statutes, he will put none of the diseases. He said, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Look at that. What happened here, like I said, is when you just got to know someone. Maybe you, you haven't known your father all your life and then all of a sudden you got introduced uh, to, to someone uh, and they say, this is your father. And then all of a sudden your father had to uh, uh, then be reintroducing himself to you, himself to you through uh, different circumstances. And this was one of the circumstances where God introduced himself back to Israel as the God who heals as a God who heals. And he used the situation of Mara in the wilderness after three days of being extremely famished, of their souls drying up and their bodies becoming so weak unto death that he then introduced himself to them in this auspicious uh, 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 occasion as the healer. He says, I, uh, 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 I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord who, he said, I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. So in this passage of the scripture, we see something that God introduced himself to the Israelites as a God who can avert, who can stop, who can hinder sicknesses, and at the same time, as a God who heals. So there's a possibility that uh, uh, somebody may have encountered sickness already. God said, I, I, I can heal you. And also, I can prevent it from happening. I can prevent it from happening. So Jehovah Rapha, the origin of Jehovah Rapha, uh, can be traced to the Hebrew word, uh, which in combination can mean God who heals. God who heals. The God that heals. So uh, it's a, it's a de derivative from uh, like two Hebrew words from Jehovah and Rapha, an Hebrew word uh, Rapha, which means to restore or to heal. To restore or to heal. Jehovah Rapha is also recognized, you know, in the old Hebrew word as Yahweh Rapha. Uh, when God, you know, uh, first revealed himself to, to Israel as Jehovah Rapha in the Bible, it was, a, uh, they were in a dark strait. And this rang a bell to the point that even the place was named bitter because uh, they, they, they encountered bitter water. And I know many people may be encountering bitter waters at this time. Uh, uh, getting to a, a place where you feel stuck. Though famished, but stuck. 
The health of the body may not be working right. And God wants to reveal himself to you at this time the same way he did uh, in the wilderness as Jehovah Rapha, the one who heals. Uh, if you fast track there and go a little further, you see that uh, uh, in, also in Exodus 23, uh, uh, the book of Exodus is replete with God just talking about himself, reintroducing himself from time to time as the one who heals. Exodus 23, when you read from verse 25 and 26, Exodus 23 and 20, 25 and 26, it says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take, I will take sicknesses, or sickness away from the midst of you, said so no one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. In this uh, verse of the scripture, or two verses of the scripture, you see here that the Bible says, when we honor or serve the Lord, he shall bless our bread and our water. In this season where, you know, uh, the virus is everywhere, you need to understand that God said, I will bless your bread, I will bless your water, when the blessing of God is upon what you consume, then grace comes upon it to nourish your body. And he said, I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. So no miscarriage, no barrenness, and there's a promise of long life. Everything wrapped up in uh, his presentation as, I mean, a further presentation as Jehovah Rapha, the one who can prevent sickness and the one who can heal sickness when the sickness is already existing. So the promise uh, was a gesture of assurance uh, from God to Israel, or to the Israelites. It was a gesture of assurance from God to the Israelites. They were not sure. You know, when you are in between, <laughs> uh, you know, the, 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 the devil and the, the deep blue sea, you, you second guess everything. They were to getting, going to the promised land. They, they, they weren't there yet, uh, but they were no longer in Egypt. And the God who promised to take them to the promised land uh, uh, seemed not to be showing up as often, as frequently, or as quickly as they wanted. Sometimes it looks like uh, things around you, like I said, are drying up, or maybe you are in pain and God is not showing up. That's not a time to second-guess him as who he is. It's a time to seek a deeper understanding of his person. Uh, for, for you to give an a, a opportunity to reintroduce himself to you and to give a stronger assurance. So the promise was a gesture of assurance from God to the Israelites. And God is doing the same thing this season. He's doing the same thing this season. Uh, when we see people suffering this season, it must, we, we must be reminded of the fact that the presence of suffering, whether from sickness or disease or any kind of hardship, uh, uh, should remind us of the God who is good and who can turn sufferings around, who can turn things around, who can bring healing where there has been sickness. The, 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 the proof of healing is sickness. Yeah. If there's sickness, it means that there's something that can turn it around. And that something or that someone is God himself. And God presented himself as the one who can get that done. And um, uh, when, when we then quickly move into the New Testament, for those of us who are not biological Jews, uh, God kept reinforcing and uh, uh, you know, speaking ahead of time 
to assure us of what will happen. In, in the book of Isaiah, you see Isaiah prophesied about Jesus paying the price for all Christians to partake of the Rapha effect. What I call the Rapha effect, that's the effect that the God who prevents sicknesses and who heals sicknesses and diseases, that effect, uh, uh, you know, you see all through the scriptures that God kept presenting that to us. Isaiah was prophesying hundreds of years before Christ. And one of the things that he prophesied that will characterize the ministry of Christ or the coming of Christ or the power of God upon Christ that will come upon all of us who shall be Christians after the order of Christ is that there will be capacity to break yokes. There will be capacity to destroy sicknesses and diseases and to prevent it from time to time. So Isaiah chapter 53, when we read from verse 3, uh, the introduction of Christ. In the prophecy of Isaiah, this is a messianic prophecy, uh, which means Isaiah was prophesying about the Messiah, Christ, that shall be born. And he said, in verse 3 of Isaiah 53, uh, uh, when you read from verse 1, he said, Who has believed our report? From verse 1, Who has believed our report? And to whom has the harm of the Lord been revealed? Can I pause here to ask somebody here today, which report are you believing right now? Because when you believe the report of the Lord, you will definitely see the hand of God. When you believe an alternate report, you may see something else. But when you believe the report of the Lord, you will see the hand of God. He said, who has believed our report? Unto whom the hand of God is being revealed. And then he started talking about uh, Christ there and the things to expect. Let me jump to verse 3. He said, he is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrow. And can I pause here to say this? Pardon me. Everything that he was talking about Christ here, everything he was saying about Christ, he was saying it from the point of view of the price that Jesus paid. He wasn't like this before. But because he will have to pay a price for my sin and for my sickness and disease, this is whom he be, who he then became. So Isaiah said, is despised and rejected. Being despised and rejected was part of the, the, the price that Christ paid for my sickness and my sins. A man of sorrow, acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him because we cannot look at him because of what he was going through because of us. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely, he has borne our grief. And carried our sorrow. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. And the Bible put it in the past tense there. It said we are already healed by his stripes. And that he, you know, the Bible explained here all the things that he went through and who he became because he was paying a price for you and I. Not because he was, has always been like that, but he had to go through that. He had to become that. He was despised. Was, we couldn't esteem him. Just looking at who he became because of you and I. And it's very important that we understand that this actually happened practically uh, uh, when uh, Christ was crucified and when he had to go through all that ridicule 
This actually happened. And in Matthew chapter 8, when you read from verse 16 and 17, uh, the Bible says, when the evening had come, they brought to him, this was now in the physical ministry of Jesus Christ, he said they brought to him many who were demonized, and he cast out the spirit with a word, and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself, now referring back to Isaiah 53, this was hundreds of years later, they remembered because the record of Isaiah's prophecy were kept. And he said, uh, this is now a confirmation of what Isaiah said, which I read earlier on, uh, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. He took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. I, I would I'll come back to, to, you know, to just explain the, the, the verbs that were used there, the taking, the father, he bore our sicknesses. But before we get into that, I want to give a little bit more of understanding. As I speak today, I need somebody to understand if you will uh, fully open your, your heart to this. The hold of sicknesses and diseases will be broken over your life and over your family in the name of Jesus. That's a full rougher effect that is supposed to surround your household and surround your life. And it starts from you understanding uh, that God orchestrated a plan when he sent Christ to include you and I in the covenant that, that brought healing, salvation, redemption to all of us. Say amen, somebody. So what, what they were describing there in Isaiah 53, we can also see a similarity of it in Leviticus chapter 16. Leviticus chapter 16, we see the concept of the scapegoat. The fact that uh, when Israel sinned and all kinds of things will come upon them, including condemnation, that opened the door to the devil, what will happen on an annual basis is that the high priest, Aaron, will have to perform certain rites that can take all that sin away so that God can look upon them favorably. And that's where we, we see the, the, the story or the concept of the, of, of the scapegoat. I'll read from Leviticus 16 from verse 20. It says, And when he has made an end of, a, uh, of atoning for the holy place, then the tabernacle of meeting, uh, the tabernacle of meeting and the, 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 the altar, he shall bring the life goat. Aaron shall lay both hands, both his hands on the head of the life goat, confess over it all the iniquities of, of the children of Israel and all their transgressions concerning all their sins, putting them on the head of the goat and shall send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a suitable man. The goat shall bear on itself all the iniquities to an uninhabited land, and it shall release the goat in the wilderness. So in, in those days, what they used to do is that the high priest would put his two hands on the head of the goat and then confess all the sins of the people on the head of the goat, and then they release the goat that they call the scapegoat, and then it, it will roam into a wilderness that is uninhabited. They said by a suitable man, a trusted person will take it and let it roam away, and they believe that all the sins have gone from the people and that the people have been forgiven their sins. 
This was the same concept when the Bible says Jesus was bearing on his body on the cross of Calvary all my sins, all my, I mean, the, the sinful nature was nailed to his cross. And without sin, this world cannot accommodate sicknesses. Because in the beginning, before Adam sinned, which brought the sin nature, not the act of sin, but the sin nature on man, it was the sin nature that opened the door to weaknesses. And when Christ came, it was a double-fold redemption. Took our sins and by implication the effect of sin, which is weakness, sickness, and diseases, he also took the same on his body. So our healing is an accomplished fact. It's not guesswork. It's an accomplished fact. Uh, Christ took practical steps that led to the promise of healing for all believers. So our healing is an accomplished fact. So when the scripture says that he had borne our sickness, it means that he had borne them away. That, 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 that he has borne them away or removed them to a distance. That's taken them away. So if somebody has cancer on your body right now, Christ has actually taken that cancer. If you can believe it, if you can understand it and walk in the light of it, you will get the Rafa effects. <laughs> you will come under that effect and you will see that happen in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I get a big amen to that? So, I need for all of us to understand uh, that, that uh, uh, like I explained earlier on, that, 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 that until we have this at the back of our mind, that Christ has been made our scapegoat. That bore the sins of the people, of all of us, on him. So it is the same Hebrew word used in Leviticus 16.22 that I read, that the goat shall bear upon him all the iniquities, and the, as the high priest lays his hand on him and all that, and transfer everything on the goat, is the same word uh, that was used in the book of Isaiah, where uh, the Bible says he had bore, he, he bore all of our sickness, all of our diseases, our sorrow, that he had carried them away. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. So Jesus bore my sins and my sicknesses, just like the scapegoat took away the sins of Israel. Therefore, divine healing belongs to every child of God. Yeah, that's our heritage. Divine healing belongs to every child of God. Sin and sickness are passed from me to Calvary. <laughs> Say amen to that. Sin and sickness they both passed from me to Calvary, and salvation and health have passed from Calvary to me. Can we say that together one more time? Sin and sickness have passed from me to Calvary, and salvation and health have passed from Calvary to me. It's an exchange. Jesus took what should come upon me, and then he gave me his own nature. It's nature of righteousness, of strength, and of glory. Glory be to Jesus. Say amen, somebody. It's very important that we have this at the back of our minds from time to time. The verbs that were used there is that he had born and carried. Uh, uh, that's the fourth verse of Isaiah 53. He had born, he had carried. If he had carried it, it means it's no longer on me. 
And that verse, that, that, that verb there, he had born, he had carried, signify uh, uh, to assume uh, uh, as a heavy body. They denote actual substitution. That's why Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's exchange. Give me sickness and you take peace. <laughs> Give me your worry and you take peace. Take my peace. Give me sickness, you take health back. Glory be to Jesus. That is somebody's portion this season. In the precious name of Jesus. I said in the precious name of Jesus. So it's important for us to always have this at the back of our mind. This is where the Rafa effect will take shape or, or, or just shape my mindset and your mindset. Uh, uh, let me wrap up with some critical facts about our healing. One is that healing is a blessing from God. It is the children's bread. In Matthew 15, when you read uh, verse 26 down to 28, uh, a woman came to Jesus and asked him, Matthew 15 verse, from verse 26, and asked him, uh, uh, the Bible says, but he answered and said to him, it is not good to take, it. the woman came and asked Jesus for, 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 to heal her daughter. And, and Jesus told him, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to little dogs. And she said, in verse 27 of Matthew 15, the woman responded back and said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumb that which fall from their master's table. This woman was so calm, she didn't feel insulted by what Jesus was saying, because what Jesus was saying was that, look, healing is a covenant promise for the Israelites, for the descendants of Abraham. And the woman said, you know what? I mean, because I'm part of the house, if you have a dog in the house, as pet, you know, as a pet, the dog can take what the children are uh, uh, maybe eating, but maybe not directly from the plate, but the ones that, that and the little healing is enough for me. But thank God, thank God, that today it's not just little healing that we're taking, like the pet in the house. We're no longer pet, uh, a pet in the house. We are a full member of the family. That's why the Bible says in Galatians 3 and 13, uh, said, for, for Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, for it is written, because everyone that hung on the tree, and he said that the blessing of Abraham may come upon all the Gentiles. And you and I were referred to as Gentiles because we're not biological Jews. But now the blessing of Abraham has come upon us. We have been grafted into the family. So we no longer take crumbs from under the table. We partake of the table of the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. We partake of the, of the table of the Lord as as if we're eating children's bread. And that's the blessing that Christ has come to give to us. Anyone listening to me today, you need to understand this. That it's time for you to be a little more aggressive and more forceful about what belongs to you, which is healing. God promised it. He has not changed his mind. The Rafa effect is still sure today, and you need to participate or partake of it. So healing is a blessing from God, and it's children's bread. It's children's bread. Glory be to Jesus. It's children's bread. So the same uh, provision for redemption is the same provision for healing. The same provision for redemption is the same provision for healing. Uh, uh, when you read uh, Matthew chapter 9, uh, you see there that Jesus had just healed a man and he told him to take his, his bed and, 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 and walk away. And uh, they, they, they asked him, uh, why, I mean, it, no, what, what happened there was that Jesus just healed a man and then told him, uh, your sins are forgiven you. 
before he pronounced the healing, if all of us said, your sins are forgiven you. And then, <laughs> they, they were asking themselves, does this man actually have power on how to forgive sin? And Jesus said, which one is easier? To say your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise, take your, 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 your I mean, arise and walk away. And what Jesus was saying here is that the same power that forgives sin is the same power that heals. So the same provision for redemption is the same provision for healing. Acts 10 and verse 38, Bible says, Our God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. The same power that he came with to save humanity is the same power that heals us from all of our diseases and we must come to terms with that. Uh, also, it's important to note that Jesus came to destroy yokes and to give life. A yoke is a constant force, uh, you know, uh, uh, or a constraint that brings pain, that stops us from fulfilling destiny. And my prayer today is that whoever has been cut short from destiny fulfillment because of one sickness or one disease or the other, an end has come to that from this moment in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for you today that the hand of God comes upon you. Anything that is constraining you from the fulfillment of destiny is called a yoke. That there's an anointing that comes from Christ that breaks yokes. And I decree today, as you open up your heart to believe, that the hand of God comes upon you and brings healing to you in any situation that you may find yourself this season. Jesus came to destroy yokes, and uh, it's time for you and I to believe that the yoke-destroying power of God is, is here. In Luke 4 and verse 18, Jesus uh, said, uh, confessing Isaiah 61, he, he, he said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me. Yeah. And that anointing is to, to, uh, has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captive. That's why Christ came. And you and I have to believe it today, especially this season, more than ever before. So, God preserves his people. Even in Egypt, the plague of Egypt did not touch the Israelites. It's time for you to believe that God prevents sicknesses and diseases. And when they even come upon any one of us, his power is strong enough to heal us. And somebody may be saying today, PG, I'm not even sick. Or maybe I know somebody that is sick and I've been praying for them. I wanted to keep praying because the power of God is going to hit them wherever they are. Whatever the sickness or disease may be, whether it's a pandemic or any other sickness, uh, you know, anything that wants to stop somebody from fulfilling destiny, whether it's fibro, stopping somebody from, uh, from, from fulfilling destiny or uh, giving birth to a child or causing pain that will not allow you to be on a mission to fulfill your destiny. Whether it's cancer, that's, that they've said, you know, you can't live beyond a particular time. Who is he that has spoken when the Lord of hosts has not spoken? And you need to believe it. The Bible says, since the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And one translation says, violence has been legalized. And I mean spiritual violence, which is to resist to withstand whatever will constrain your destiny. And sickness and disease can constrain destiny. Many people have been held down on the sickbed 
for too long. And it's time to allow the Rafa effect to come into your life, to come into your family, to bring an end to that affliction in the name of the Lord Jesus. And somebody may be saying, uh, PG, uh, I'm not sick. And, and there's nothing wrong with me at this time. I also want you to understand that what we're talking about is an encompassing of grace and power and mercy. I don't know about you. I'm not sick, just like you are not sick right now, but I still need the help of God. I still need the help of God. And I have a witness in my heart that I should pray and minister this morning uh, from sickness to disease, from help uh, that has been withheld before now. Something is going to be changing and transforming in your life this season. Something is going to be changing and transforming in your life this season. So quickly, I'm going to take us uh, through a confession. And I want you to be attentive right now as we take this confession, after which we're going to sing a song. And when we sing this song, this same song of this confession, I see the hand of God come upon you. Right there in your living room. Right there in your bedroom. Right there in that hotel room. Right there on your phone. The power of God is going to search through you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, grace is going to come upon your life. I see healings in the name of the Lord Jesus. Someone, someone with that fungal infection that is affecting your hair, the hair on your hair, as we sing this song, as we take this confession and partake of the communion today, I see the healing power of God coming upon you very strongly. The healing power of God. Somebody who has suffered something that has to do with spinal cord and they said, except it's operated on, nothing will change. This season, the Rafa effect is coming upon your life. I see that spinal cord straightening up in the name of Jesus and that pain is taken away. You will walk again in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will walk properly in the name of the Lord. I don't know who you are, but God knows you and that God is healing you this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the hand of God comes upon you where you are. In the name of Jesus, oh, I see someone who has not been able to speak for a long time. I'm not talking about a child. I'm talking about an adult. Something happened. And it looks like something was turned around in the mind of this person. The person just tears and you have not been able to speak. In that household, I decree the healing power of God comes in there right now. Loses the tongue of that person and brings a reset into the mind of that person right now. Thank you, Father, for all kinds of help this morning. Will you lift your hands to Jesus wherever you may be right now? Help is made available. The rapper effect is here. And the one who can heal anything, he heals homes, he heals businesses, he heals physical bodies, he heals animate and inanimate objects. He turns bitter water into sweet water. That's the one that we have spoken about this morning. And his power, the power of the one who calls, calls himself Jehovah Rapha is made available to you where you are. It's made available to you where you are. So I'm going to uh, just take us through this confession from Psalm 121 from verse 2 down to 8. And I wanted to say it after me. I wanted to say it after me. Say, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow my foot to be moved. He who keeps me will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps my family shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is my keeper. Oh, say it again. Say, the Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my shade at my right hand. 
The sun shall not smite me by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve me from all evil. I repeat that one more time. Say it after me. Say, the Lord shall preserve me from all evil. He shall preserve my soul. Just like he did in Exodus 15 when he supplied that sweet water. He shall preserve my soul. The Lord shall preserve my going out and my coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Lift your two hands to Jesus. We're going to sing this song this morning as a prayer. As a prayer. As a prayer. As a prayer. Just, just wave your hands to him. Glory be to Jesus. And follow this song. From whence cometh my help My help cometh from the Lord The Lord who made heaven and earth He said He will not suffer thy foot Thy foot to be moved The Lord that keepeth Slumber nor sleep for the Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is a shield upon thy right hand upon declare today that a sun shall not smite you by day, 
everything uh, that has to do with what is going on in the physical right now, with the weather elements, with viruses, with germs, whatever may be happening in your city. I decree that the sun shall not smash you by day, nor the moon by night. I decree that daytime is preserved. Uh, your nighttime is preserved. The one who never sleeps nor slumber is at work in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, whether it's physical harm, or, or whether it's emotional, whatever may be going on around you right now, I receive for you help that only God can do. In the name of Jesus, enjoy divine help in your, on your walk. Divine help in your business. Divine help in your finances. Divine help in the health of your body. I decree by the mighty hand of God and by the help of Jehovah, there's fruitfulness in your home. In the name of Jesus, an hand has come to barrenness. An hand has come to miscarriage of any sort. In the name of Jesus, you will not be cut short in your prime. My God will satisfy you with long life and show you his salvation. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your holy name. Wave your two hands to Jesus wherever you are right now. And just celebrate him. Celebrate him. Celebrate him. Celebrate him. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory. We give you praise. We receive the help that only you can give today. And we declare that you are the one that is at work in us to will and to do of your good pleasure. So we decree and declare this season we will do of your good pleasure. And the heavens shall be opened consistently. Help is our portion. Help is our portion. We will not look at the wrong places. We look unto you. And your word says, as they look unto you, they were lightened and they were not ashamed. So I decree that shame is far from everyone who is a part of this service today. Everyone whose heart is open right now. Shame shall be far from you this season. In the precious name of Jesus. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Father, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Before we partake of the communion, can I say a prayer for anyone who may be saying, PG, I'm far away from God. Can we give this privacy of this moment, this one or two minutes, to anyone who is far from God this season? Maybe sin has separated you from God, or you, you have never at any time surrendered your life to Jesus. Maybe you did, but you backed into sin. I want to pray for you right now, after which we're going to partake of the communion. If, you, uh, uh, if you're not born again, you don't know Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you cannot say there's peace between me and God. Maybe there's a huge condemnation in your heart. God wants to remove it this morning. And then other help will come after the word. Will you put your hand on your heart, wherever you may be right now. Put your hand on your heart and please just say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. And that sin has separated me from you. This day, I ask for forgiveness. I come under the saving grace that is available in Christ Jesus. I accept the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ as my death and my resurrection. This day, I receive a new life. I ask that your spirit comes into me, empowering me to live the life of Christ. So from this moment forward, I declare and my sins are forgiven. I am now born again, and I'm a child of God. Thank you, Father, for accepting me in Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you just said a prayer with me, I wanted to let us know if you're, if you're watching us on any of our TV platforms. We, we have uh, uh, details, scrolling, email, phone numbers that you, with which you can reach us. Uh, and also, if you're on 
any of our other platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, you can you, you will see uh, some links that we'll send in there. But please let us know that you just made a decision and we're going to send you uh, some information or uh, some materials that will help you uh, to, uh, to, to, to start uh, a new life from this moment forward. We thank you uh, for, for the decision that you have made today and we believe that the hand of God is upon your life in Jesus' name. Thank you guys for that powerful, powerful uh, support and ministration. God bless you. God bless you. All right. So uh, for anyone who just made a decision to follow Christ, I also want to invite you to join our Zoom platform. After now, on that platform, we will be able to, uh, to, 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 to help you uh, with certain uh, uh, gifts, uh, uh, that materials that will help you to uh, live this new life in Christ Jesus from this time forward. Now at this time, we want to partake of the communion. I want you to gather your, your, your family together as we partake of the communion. Uh, I want you to get the materials that you have. I'm going to pray over the element and then uh, we're going to partake of the communion together. And so Father, we thank you for this communion element set before your people. We receive your blessing over whatever people have in front of them Wherever people are joining this service from, we ask that you pour out your grace upon this element as we confess from our heart that we do this in remembrance of you, that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. As we partake of this table today, we align, we come under your finished work on the cross of Calvary as bona fide sons and daughters of yours, we have your life in us. So we decree today that no sickness is permitted to stay in our body. We rebuke growths and we command growths to dry up. For everyone partaking of this table today, the Rapha effect overshadows every sickness, every pain. And we receive divine help for everything that we confront this season. For anyone who may be overwhelmed right now, emotionally, will receive your help. As they go into a new week, let help come from above. We thank you, everlasting Father. Whatever may be harassing anyone this season, harassing the family, whether it's a bill to be paid, or whether it's a deadline, Lord, today, as we partake of this table, we command quick help from above. Thank you, everlasting Father. Take all the glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Please go ahead and partake of the communion. Praise God. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. As we partake of the communion today, just go ahead and give God praise. Give God, God all the glory. Whatever you have in your heart, wherever you need help, I want you to also speak to him in your own words. Because the help of God is made available to you this season. The help of God is made available to you this season. My God is right there with you where you are right now. And his help is made available to you this season. The one who keeps you never sleeps nor slumber. That you may have a good sleep. Anyone that has not been sleeping well just because of issues. I decree today the hand of God comes upon you. Uh, the one who, who gives his beloved sleep will give you sleep this season. Beyond physical sleep, you will have rest. In the name of Jesus, I stand against whatever may be limiting your rest this season. And I decree that the rest of God comes upon you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
We give you glory and we give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, I, I, uh, if it's your first time joining us on any of our platform, this is the time that we really want to welcome you. And uh, the moment this service is over, we'd love for you to join us for a five minutes guest welcome reception on our Zoom platform. Uh, the details of that Zoom platform is going to come on the screen. And I want you to just take the details. The, the Zoom ID is there, uh, which is the 944 number. Please take it and, uh, and put it on your Zoom if it's your first time. Uh, joining us, we want to welcome you just for five minutes on that Zoom platform, and we have a special gift that we want to give to you. So please join us if it's your first time. Thank you very, very much uh, for uh, for being a part of this service with us today. Uh, also, quickly, I'd love to uh, ask us to worship God with our substance, uh, as we package our offerings, our tithes, whatever uh, we want to give to God today. Uh, like I've been saying recently, I need to understand that this is part of our worship. This is not a donation. We're calling for sacrifices and worship that will be acceptable to God. The Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of all of your increase. And that's what primes the heavens open uh, and God, uh, you know, start to visit us like never before as he accepts our sacrifices and our offerings. So this is what we're offering to God today and it's part of our worship. And I want you to do it with a heart that is open to receive blessings and, uh, and to receive grace this season. And as you give today, I see that the favor of God will come upon you like never before in the name of the Lord Jesus. So we have the different platforms uh, with which you can give, especially if you are uh, local to Nigeria. Uh, we have three banks there with the details where you can either do a wire transfer or use the USSD short code platform. And if you're watching this from outside of Nigeria, you can use our global uh, pay platform on our website, which accepts uh, uh, different cards as displayed on the screen. And if you want to do a wire transfer, uh, uh, the details uh, from our GT Bank wire transfer details is also right there on the screen that you can embrace right now uh, to give your seeds and your offerings and tithes to the Lord. And as you do so, the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. And I speak a blessing over every giver, everyone giving today. We ask in the name of Jesus that as we give in obedience, the heavens open over our lives. God remembers us and books of remembrance is, uh, uh, shall be opened on our behalf. God causes men and women to remember us for good and help is our portion in different areas of life this season in the name of the Lord Jesus. And for anyone who may not have anything to give right now, I pray for you also that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will visit you this season. You will no longer be stranded. The next time you show up for worship, my God would have empowered you to have something to give in the name of Jesus. He will fill that thing that has dried up with goodness around you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. I said praise God. Just a few announcements before we bring the service to a close. I wanted to know that our next gathering shall be this Wednesday uh, at 6.30 p.m. Uh, the, the switch, we call it, the midweek event of the Elevation Church promises to be a powerful, powerful experience uh, as we look into uh, the, the ways that the, the devil uh, takes advantage of our ignorance to afflict our bodies. And I'm going to be having uh, a, a medical doctor join us to explain uh, the different ways that we should uh, uh, not enable the devil to take advantage of us in our physical health. You want to be a part of that. We're also going to be praying together and speaking a blessing over everyone. Uh, and we're going to partake of the communion again this Wednesday. So I wanted to be a part of it, uh, especially if you're trusting God for healing this season, you should be a part of that service, all right? Uh, secondly, is that our Accelerate 
prayer conference for this year will still hold. Uh, are, you, are you happy about that? It's an accelerated media prayer conference, and it will hold from 1st to 3rd of July, Wednesday to Friday, uh, 1st of July to 3rd of July. It's going to be an online event, and it promises to be a powerful, powerful experience. The theme for Accelerate Prayer Conference this year is unstoppable. We have a word uh, from the Lord uh, to the end that this year, and with everything that has happened, we remain unstoppable. And God, who says we're unstoppable, is the one that will keep opening the doors for us. And as we gather together those three days in prayer, in fasting, uh, and with great word that will be coming our way, we see that heavens will open, doors shall be opened, and we shall be unstoppable indeed in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I also uh, want to make this quick announcement that I know that uh, many of us will be expecting, especially if you uh, live in our city in Lagos here, you'll be expecting that maybe by now uh, we should be preparing uh, for in-person gatherings or physical gatherings. Uh, we, we are working on that uh, because from next Sunday, ideally in Lagos State, we should be able to hold service. But I just wanted to know that it's not something that we're willing to just rush into. So as we prepare uh, to make uh, you know, our facilities ready and also consult with different stakeholders and also look at the, 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 the survey that has been filled by many of you, many of our church members and uh, many new people in church have filled this. And I want to say thank you to you for filling the survey. We have thousands of people who filled the survey. And what we got from the survey is that maybe only about 30% of you are willing to come right now for physical gathering. And we're still looking at that and how to prepare uh, for all that. And I'm going to uh, give you an update very soon on when physical gathering will start at the different expressions of the Elevation Church. But be I mean, before then, we'll keep our online platform very vibrant. Our small groups will still keep meeting online and we want you to please be a part of it. And if you're not part of any small group right now, this is the time for you to do that. Uh, send us an email, groups at elevationng.org, and we'll be able to allocate a small group to you. Uh, so please remember, we will keep you updated on when we will start in-person physical gathering, but not next Sunday. Uh, I pray that as you go into a new week, my God will shield you from evil, and his hand will continually rest upon you in the precious name of Jesus. Uh, please uh, wait for one or two more announcements, and we'll bring the service to a close. Have a great week, and God bless you. We trust you had a wonderful time in God's presence. Our next event will hold on Wednesday by 6.30pm West African time and it will stream live on YouTube, Facebook, IG and Twitter. Ensure you follow us or subscribe to our social media channels at Elevation NG so that you can get service alerts when we start. Please join us for our morning prayers Monday to Saturday 6am to 7am West African time on the Zoom app. The link is now displayed and will be shared on our various social media platforms. We have been receiving great testimonies from people who are experiencing God's grace even in this season. Please keep the testimonies coming. They encourage our faith. Simply send a mail to testimonies at elevationng.org. If you're trusting God for a testimony, don't lose faith. We pray that we will be reading your testimony very, very soon. If you would like to connect with other believers in a smaller setting, please join one of our online small groups by sending an email to smallgroups at elevationng and we will get you matched with new friends with whom you can fellowship. Finally, during this season, though our church office is still closed, we're here for you. Simply contact us via email through info at elevationng.org or give us a call on 0700-ELEVATE. That is 0700-353-353. 
8283. I'll take that again. It's 0700353 8283. May God bless you. May God keep you. Have a fantastic week ahead.